Today is May 21st, and you're listening to Born on This Day. I'm your co-host, Marco Timpano. I'm your co-host, Bill Antoniou. It's also World Day for Cultural Diversity for Dialogue and Development. That's a very long name for just getting everyone to get along. It is. It's kind of nicknamed Diversity Day. Okay. And it was created after the destruction of Buddhist statues in Afghanistan in 2001. Oh. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Also, welcome to Gemini. We're now in Gemini. Oh, yeah. Two-faced crazy people, including my own beloved mother. I either get along with people who are Gemini's or I don't. It's, yeah, it's because either, it depends you know, on the day, Marco. They have two faces to avoid touching. Well, people born on May 21st are said to be natural problem solvers, and they have an innate s- sense of communication. Oh, interesting. Hmm. They can also be impatient and restless. Sounds like someone I know, although today is not my mother's birthday. But you'll let us know when it is, right? Oh, of course I will. Yeah, yeah, of course I will. My mother shares a birthday with uh, the biggest gay icon of all time. Surprise, surprise. But... Who's that? Who's that? Well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But for now, let's talk about who's celebrating a birthday today. Starting off with an actress that I've never really known how I feel about her. I like her, but I don't know if I really do. Um, And that's just because she's so good at playing complicated characters. We first got to know her as Dorothy Gale in the disturbing Return to Oz in the mid-80s. Today, her role in The Craft is still a cult favorite. Feruja Balk was born in Point Reyes, California in 1974. So in 2017, the emo puppet band Fraggle Rock performed a song entitled Feruja Balk on their NPR Tiny Desk concert. Oh, that's interesting. And Bulk tweeted that she thought the song was wonderfully hilarious and that it made her year. So oh, yeah. that's pretty awesome. No, she's quite lovely. Yeah. One of the finest actors working today, this is someone I absolutely adore. Lisa Edelstein was a regular on House and now can be seen on the Kaminsky Method. Hailing from Boston, Massachusetts, she celebrates her 54th birthday today. I didn't know she was from Boston. Well, there you go. Mm. She, yeah, she was in Boston. Then I think she moved to New Jersey. Oh, okay. And... At 16, Edelstein was a cheerleader for the New Jersey Generals, and she organized a protest because of the poor working conditions. Oh, good. That sounds like her. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she organized a cheerleader walkout. Oh, all right. One of my favorite performances of hers, she has a small part in the movie Keeping the Faith that is absolutely hilarious. She's also in the pilot episode of The West Wing and As Good As It Gets. Oh, so she's done great projects. Yeah, yeah, she has, yeah. Moving on, Judge Reinhold made a name for himself in the films Beverly Hills Cop and Vice Versa. Born in Wilmington, Delaware, he celebrates his 63rd birthday today. He was in Fast Times at Richmond High as Mm -hmm. well, right? That's right, yeah. And I was an extra in one of his movies that shot here, and I had to drive behind his car. What was the name of that movie? I can't remember, and I think they changed it when it got released. I never saw it, but they didn't block off traffic properly for his scenes, so he almost got killed by traffic coming the other way and it made him so mad that he just like stormed off the set and didn't come back to work that day so we were all sent home and i can't say that i blame him his father nicknamed him judge when he was just two weeks old because as a baby he looked stern like a judge yeah he still does yeah yeah his his actual name is edward ernest reinhold yeah so he he's better with judge it's a great name yeah 
All right. Son of the legendary filmmaker John Cassavetes and equally legendary actress Jenna Rollins, Nick Cassavetes has his own fame as director of the films The Notebook and Alpha Dog. Born in New York City, he celebrates 61 today. So uh, it begs the question, whose films do you like better, the father or the son? Okay, that's not even a... It's not no no disrespect to Nick, but that's not even a conversation worth having. <laughs> okay, Bill, the listen. Under the influence of a notebook, what am I gonna say? <laughs> okay, Bill, I gotta say, <laughs> tough decision. <laughs> I pity the fool who doesn't know our next celebrity. Bill. Absolutely, I was a huge fan of his from when I was a kid. I absolutely loved him. Born Lawrence Turo in Chicago in 1952, the man who dubbed himself Mr. T entered professional wrestling in the mid-80s before becoming a star on the show The A-Team. I remember I was so excited when he was on the episode of Different Strokes. Yep, yep. And he was also on, in a lot of cartoons, and he also had that show later called TNT that co-starred... Um, Alex Amini, who is now a costume designer in Toronto, who I've worked with many times. He was also in one of the Rocky films, right, Bill? Yes, he was in Rocky 3, which I've actually never seen. I still haven't seen Rockies 2, 3, and 5. I've seen all the other ones. I've never seen one in its entirety. Really? I haven't seen it yeah, in a Yeah, which is bizarre, right? Because that's the one that won the Oscar, and I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful film. It's been years and years since I've watched it, so I actually have to rewatch that again. I rented it from the library, but the DVD was broken, so I wasn't able to see it. So I'll have to I'll have to scrounge that one out streaming now. Yeah. All right. He played a villain for Hitchcock and Rear Window, but everyone will always know Raymond Burr as the iconic lawyer Perry Mason, who he played from 1957 until his death in 1993. He was born in New Westminster, British Columbia on this day in 1917 and died in California at the age of 76. Did you know he had a vineyard? I did not know that, no. Yeah, yeah. He has a vineyard that's still in existence today. It's called Raymond Burr Vineyards, oh. and it's in Heldsburg, California. Oh, I have never seen a single episode of Perry Mason. I, I didn't see Perry Mason, but I remember him. He played the other lawyer, Ironside, right? Was it a yes, lawyer? Yeah, that was his he, other big role. He, yeah. And that caused him uh, to have a lot of uh, problems with his vision later on because the character was in a wheelchair. And because he was lower than all the other actors, the lights that they would use on set would shine directly in his eyes. Wow. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. All right. Moving on. A character actress best known for her performances as feather-brained seniors, Alice Drummond, is probably most beloved for her the opening scene of Ghostbusters. Born on this day in 1928 in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, she died in 2016 at the age of 88. Did she play a librarian in the Ghostbusters? Yeah, she's the one that uh, Slimer scares and he makes all the, the cards freak out. I love that movie. I, I taped it off TV when I was a kid and I used to watch it every day. Oh, I mean, that was the film for kids, man. I remember going to see it at the movie theater and being so excited and really? it did not disappoint. I didn't see it in the theater, but I was very young when that movie came out. So okay, okay. that would not Let's have been get possible. your sister on. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, I would have been uh, that came out in 84. I was seven when it came out. So I guess just no one took me to see it. All right. All yeah. right, Bill. Yeah. We get it. We get it. You were young. <laughs> All right, all right, moving on. Kay Kendall was one of the brightest stars of the 50s, winning a Golden Globe for her performance in Les Girls, but sadly died of leukemia at the age of 33 in 1959. She was born in Yorkshire on this day in 1926. The Kay Kendall Leukemia Fund supports scientific research into leukemia. 
She died of leukemia, and they never told her she had leukemia, which was an interesting oh, thing. That's sad. Discovery. Yeah, really sad. Yeah. She was married to Rex Harrison, and I think they were still married when she died. So, and he was quite the trip. So I'm sure that it was because of him that that happened. But allegedly, I don't know for sure. All right, staying with classic Hollywood, Robert Montgomery was the pretty boy star of the 30s and 40s who earned two Oscar nominations for Night Must Fall and Here Comes Mr. Jordan, before reinventing himself as a director of films including Ride the Pink Horse. He was born on this day in Fishkill Landing, New York in 1904 and died in 1981 at the age of 77. He was the father of actress Elizabeth Montgomery. Yes, that's right, Bewitched. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, I like Robert Montgomery a lot. Uh, Here Comes Mr. Jordan was later remade by Warren Beatty as the movie Heaven Can Wait. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And last, but one of my favorites on this list, was Peggy Cass, who got a Tony nomination for playing Miss Gooch in Anti-Mame on Broadway, and then got an Oscar nomination for reprising the role on film. Born in Boston in 1924, she died in 1999 at the age of 74. She had appeared on a lot of game shows like Match Game, To Tell the Truth, and both $10,000 Pyramid and $25,000 Pyramid hosted by Dick That makes sense, yeah. Auntie Mame is one of my favorite movies of all time, so I just always love thinking about her as Miss Gooch. Oh, Mrs. Burnside! Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of Born on This Day. Absolutely. Check our show notes to see the other podcasts we are in mm-hmm. or we produce. Yes. And until tomorrow, Bill, great talking with you. You as well. Thanks for having me.